Make sure you shore up that flank, Black Falcon. Um, are you talking to me because I'm the Green Falcon? No time for that, Black Falcon. Purple Falcon, arm missiles. Roger that. Arming missiles now. Uh, Battle formations, we're going in. Hey. Roger that. Hold up. Copy that. Roger. My Falcon is green. Hey, 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 we can talk about our Falcon colors when we get back to base, Black Falcon. Right now, we got a mission to do. Fall into Falcon formation. Well, now, here's the issue, is that you're going to give me an order. I'm not going to know you're talking to me. Because. I'm not in a Black Falcon. Come on, chill it out, Black Falcon. Yeah, Black Falcon, relax. First of all, I don't like the way you guys are saying black. Second of all, there is no Black Falcon. I'm Green Falcon. Black Falcon, homie, no one's trying to get up in your grill here. Uh-uh, 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 don't talk to me like that. No, don't say grill like that. I'm the Green Falcon, and I- Oh, stopping so Black Falcon about it. What the f do you mean by that? It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. You will run down before me! It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Now I am the master. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerdist New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Granddaddy Goodness, uh, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, a.k.a. Dr. Wolfenstein. There, not, not Wolfenstein? <laughs> Might make some people mad. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, we're bringing back the sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi and Peeps Marshmallow Soda. Uh, guaranteed to be the nastiest thing you drink in 2021. So, Vomit in a can, yeah. Yes, exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> now, here's the thing, Eli. Okay, so there's competition between this being the nastiest shit of 2021 and also mint chocolate chip ice cream being the nastiest shit of 2021. Now, we're not Joe Rogan in any stretch of the imagination. Nobody's going to get confused with Joe Rogan anytime soon, but we're going to play Fear Factor for a second. Uh, between... Pepsi Peeps Marshmallow Soda and Mint Chocolate Chip, which one would you go with? Well, being that I'm lactose intolerant and oh uh, no no that's that's a ice lactose cream. thing that's the shit ice we always cream, say. Ice cream really fucks up my stomach. I'm, okay. I'll go with the I'll go with Pepsi Peeps. <laughs> <laughs> like pick your poison. <laughs> yeah. Anybody jumping in? If you want to go put in the comments, which one would you go with? Pepsi Marshmallow Soda or Mint Chocolate Chip? Uh, also, I hate marshmallows. I I think marshmallows suck. <laughs> and it, funny enough, this would not be the last time we talk about mint chocolate chip in this episode. <laughs> it will make a return. Hold on, my, ba my baby mama loved mint chocolate chip fucking ice cream and shit. Actually, she liked just the mint. Like she doesn't like the chocolate chips in it. She just like the mint chocolate. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, I thought mint chocolate chip was like a new thing. That's I don't know. She likes that. She she likes like the shit. Like she loves the shamrock shakes. Whenever the, you know, McDonald's would come out with that shit, you know, I don't know. I I, don't I, know. I know that's your baby mama, but I would have broke I, up with it just over that alone. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I can't do ice cream. Ice cream, yeah, doesn't agree with me. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I think I've built up a tolerance to uh, milk 
That's why I can drink it. I didn't know that so many people were lactose intolerant until I was like like 15 in high school and shit like that. Somebody just saw me just drinking milk. You know, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah, I drink milk, you know. But fuck. Yeah, I can't do milk. I can't do ice cream. Yeah, even when I, I, I try to take those pills, that shit, shit still don't work. I get like, you know, oh, I get, yeah, it gives me What kind of wicked, pills? The, ga- the gas station pills? The, the was it called? <laughs> lactate or whatever? You know, oh, that, that shit oh, is supposed to like it. stop it. it. It doesn't work. I just get, yeah, it, you know, I wish I would shit. I don't. It's just, it just sits in my gut, like, you know, basically stabbing me from the inside. I feel like I'm going into labor or whatever, like, oh. You know, and people what, thought they were going to hear some comic book shit listen to this podcast. No, yeah. we're talking yeah. about bowel movements. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Health. This is our health segment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, let's go to the callers. Uh, what we got here? Big Willie. Mitch. Oh, that's disgusting. Big Willie. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, what else we got? Oh, uh, Mitch Hack shit was weird. What about Sherbert? I think I, I, love I like Sherbert. I love Sherbert. I, like I won't say Sherber. I love it, but. I can if I had it in front of me, I'd eat it and have no problem with it whatsoever. A push so, pop, those are classic. It's old as okay boomers. <laughs> is it? Why is it a new thing for me? I never heard of it. I don't know. I'm not a big. I don't oh know. yeah, it's been. A, I've heard of it like you know more than ten years. They're ago. making it. They're making it a thing now, though. That's the thing. Maybe it's because it's know. March. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I said, the Shamrock Shakes come out in March. Because of the, you know, Irish. Oh, yeah. Okay, before we get to the nerd shit, I got, I got something to say about that. Okay, because we just passed, because last year we didn't celebrate St. Patrick's Day at all. Uh, But normally when we go to St. Patrick's Day, there's all like this this pub, you know, down the street where I stay. And I'm like, okay, it's a pub. I go down there, you know, get free beer, stuff like that. But it's that green beer. And the thing is, Eli, the, the day after St. Patrick's Day is really bad for me because it's just this green Never mind. Let's move on. Green, that. green piss, green shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> green puke, <laughs> right? Like I just smashed She Hulk or some shit, but whatever. Like that. Uh, Irish. So, I, hey, I'm not knocking the green beer. I'm just saying I have side effects the I day guess after. That makes, I have it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because isn't Irish cream like minty flavored? You know. So I guess that's why they bring in the mint chocolate chip. But still, everything don't need. I don't know. Uh, anyway, moving on past that. Eli, this is your segment now because I don't really know what to add on this one, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll let you go first. You start off with the rest. Nope. Let's go here. Yeah. Nope. Let's go here. Ah, there we go. All right. Oh, (laughs) rest in peace, George Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. George actor, George Siegel died. Um, He was on the Goldbergs most recently, but he was also in Look Who's Talking. That's about all I remember him from. But he okay. was, uh, yeah. yeah, he was a, an actor. He just passed away. So rest in peace to him. He's been on the Goldbergs. I've been watching the Goldbergs. So he was like, he was like the granddad on the Goldbergs. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so only thing I, re- I mean, he he's that guy that he always in stuff. The only thing I can like really remember that just jump out to me. Uh, he played Denzel's dad in a movie. Like one no of Denzel shit. watching his like early like 80s 70 rock came in with a, the different strokes remember. movie or something <laughs> i don't know no no like his biological father that's the thing not like he adopted him it's just like it, it was in the weird 80s when they didn't really understand like that type of shit so denzel just showed up at his doorstep hey dad You're like what the fuck my mom remember back in 1954 with the black oh surely yeah and then the whole movie just about him <laughs> denzel moving in with the Crazy movie. I don't remember the name of it. Wiki it. You'll find it. Whatever it is. Okay, moving on past that. Uh, Eli, this is also on you. 
Because <laughs> I'll be uh, honest with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go with that. But. Oh, Jessica Walter? Well, yeah, rest in peace to her. I know her from Archer. She was the voice on Archer. Okay. Well, I guess she was the voice on the Mama Dinosaur. That's what I just found out on the Dinosaur Show. Oh, you talking about on the Dinosaur Show? Yeah, that's yeah. on Disney Plus. Yeah. I just found out it was on Disney Plus. Yeah. I guess she was on, it's it, uh, the, what's it called? I never watched that show, but the Philadelphia, what's it called? Something, uh, the sunny something in Philadelphia. sunny in Philadelphia. She was on it. Okay. Yeah, I never watched that, but I guess she was on that. But she's been around too, I guess. So, okay, up Rest until the... her. Yeah, we, yeah, we're really not geeking out on this. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, until when you posted this, I mean, like, I know her face, but I'll be like, I've never seen anything like Archer, never seen that. What was that oh. show they were talking about? Arrested Development, never seen that. Oh, so maybe that's like... what she was on. I think that's what she, not, not the Sunny show, but that I think that's what she was on. Oh, we, well, so we, see, we, see, I don't know shit. So we're, yeah. we're taking it. I don't we're know why this is my job. Why this is on me? Because <laughs> hell, you posted it. I was just like, okay, you talk figured, about it. <laughs> I figured oh, you got you. I figured you knew. So I don't... <laughs> no, not in my wheelhouse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's go to the call. So, baby, rest baby, in peace to these fine actors. Yes, yeah. always sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Was she in that, or were you just correcting us, or both? I don't was know. she in that? Was she on that show? I don't know. I, I think you're just saying we were just fucking up the name. That's all. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is yours also. Uh, yeah. Uh. Oh, okay. Yes, I do know about this. So mm-hmm. Tom Savini, um, special effects artist, makeup artist, who's done ton of gore effects for Dawn of the Dead, Friday the 13th, basically 80s horror, you know, gore, the gore effects in a lot of 80s horror movies. Tom Savini, he was hit by a car last week. Um, and was injured pretty bad. I mean, he fucked up his shoulder. He like his head cracked through the windshield. Um, but he's okay. He's okay. Cause he's a hard motherfucker, you know, Vietnam vet. Um, he's a Renaissance man. He can do acro. He's like an acrobatic. He can do flips. He does a lot of his own stuff. He's been appearing in movies from dusk till dawn and stuff he like that. He was sex machine. Everybody he was knows. Sex Machine. He was in Planet Terror, where he does his own stunts. So he's like a stunt man. Machetes in the machete movies, um, and yeah, so he he can do acrobats. He can do a lot of shit. Um, so may, it's just he made his living as a makeup artist uh, for working on a lot of horror movies, zomb- a lot of like George Romero zombie movies, um, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, uh, Creep Show, all that stuff. Uh, I'm a big fan. Let me pull this up. You know, it's time for me to awake. Oh, I gotta share a screen. I'll share a screen. Oh, wait! Look at us getting, technical. yeah, getting all fancy and shit. Yeah. We have upped share our budget. That's that steamy money. Yeah. Uh, is it? Are you doing that? Let's go to the callers. Uh, Archer sounds like a. It is on those. It's one. this yeah. one. Yeah. Just okay. Correct. Thank you, Big Willie. We're glad you corrected us because we fuck up sometimes. Let's, uh, damn it! I'm glad it's about yeah six one six man. Hold up! I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm so glad you posted this. Because I was going to post this. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to call you his stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people said. They say we, we look like we're related. <laughs> so this is me meeting Tom Savini at a, at a uh, horror con a few years ago. Um, yeah, I got a picture sign. I got his sex machine picture sign. Um, so I was really stoked to see that, to see him. And, um, and yeah. So, yeah, I was a big fan of him. I'm still a big fan. And I just wish him the best. Um, you know, I hope he gets well and he, he seems to be okay after getting hit by a car. So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, hope we'll see him again. Hold on a second. 
Hey, Google. Shut up. <laughs> you actually got at that command? <laughs> it shut up. It shut the fuck up. <laughs> they, uh, we're keeping it. We're never. We're not taping over that. <laughs> oh, wait. let's. Okay, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Like I said, the podcast. We're gonna like I said, this episode. Uh, like I said, last episode, I was was tired of getting a chance to watch the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. This time I got a chance to uh check it out, check it out. I actually saw like the first episode like Wednesday. And because you know I watched like the Snyder cut like what eight times or some shit since then. So I finally got caught up. Now I'm all cut up. I got a chance to watch this also. What do we got here? Uh let's see. He's the guy with the dick gun. Yeah, sex machine. Yeah, yep. that was him. <laughs> yep, sex machine. Uh yeah, give me my stimmy. Exactly. So, like I said, we got a chance to check out uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We didn't get a chance to talk about the first episode. Even though you did, Eli, you got a chance to, you know, say some stuff that was going on with it. And I was like, you know, cool. It's not interesting. Saw the first episode. I was like, good. Good, solid first episode. Because I know how these Marvel things go. Like, the first episode out the gate, you know, they, they're building. They're building this. Because, like I said, it's a six-episode thing. But I, the second episode, Eli, sold me on the show. I was sold in. Hey, <laughs> Willie, we're keeping it. I'm so glad we don't have like voice command because you would actually turn it back on. So I'm trying to make sure I, I I watch what I say around you know who. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. But like I was saying, going back to what we were talking about, that I thought the the second episode got me. Now the funny thing about it, like the second episode and the first episode, even though they got this great Marvel movie level action, it just blows your socks off. You know, at the very beginning of it. Both episodes, Eli, the actually the day-to-day real life stuff was more engaged, more interesting to me than the move Marvel movie action shit. Like I thought that was mm-hmm. more interesting. So uh like I said, the first one when you know Sam was gonna get alone, that's the thing that stood out to me, other than you know, the awesome action scene he had at the beginning, but that lone part stood out to me. I'm like, oh, that's the part that everybody stuck with me. Uh even this episode, uh honestly, everything after the action scene was interesting. It was like the action scene in this movie in this episode was the least interesting thing to me so it's like wow uh before i go deeper into it what would you what'd you think about it oh yeah i'm digging the show um i yeah i think the action scenes are cool that's what's hooking me i mean that's what's getting me in there that's what got me in the door and the action scenes are cool i mean i wish i could see this in the theater you know i really want to me too yeah, yeah you know so i can get the full theme park experience <laughs> but uh, but uh but no i'm digging the show and then yeah it's actually and i kind of knew that i i kind of figured that if they were gonna have like u.s agent that they were gonna go t- tackle political and socio you know topics um you know with this show um so i was sort of interested in seeing how they're being that it's disney and marvel and how far will they take it? Well, I think they're taking it pretty deep. They're they're tackling, uh, you know, certain issues of race and race relations, you know, pretty deeply that I that I hadn't expected them to. You know, but they're I going like they're I, going places. They're going places with it. Hold, on, let's see what we got here, Big Willie. What you got? Uh, it's funny seeing the old man from up as USH. Everybody keeps getting on on USH for a second. What before we spoiler alert? He's going to eventually be from Captain America to U.S. agent because that's how he is in the comics. Uh, I think we do need to just mention him real quickly. For instance, like I said, this U.S. agent, a lot of people say they don't like him. Even in this episode, they say they don't like him. Uh, Eli, here's the thing about it. The actual actor, I like. 
because everybody say he looks like the guy from up stuff like that yeah they honestly they made him look funny on purpose in the first episode in the second episode he you know he looks like he's supposed to look i mean i didn't know that this was uh kurt russell's son until he like tilted his head you know like oh, oh yeah. shit yeah, yeah. yeah like you look at him you you can't i mean he can't deny him in a you know in a uh a more popish test you know look at the way he tilted his head right there he looks like <laughs> you know snake pliskin <laughs> you know a blonde pl- snake Pliskin, yeah. A blonde snake pl- Pliskin. And Kurt, it's Kurt Russell. You can't hate, hate Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell most like most likable person ever in, in the world, in Hollywood, stuff like that. He's a national so, treasure. He's a national treasure. It's Kurt Russell. I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> so you can't hate the guy, but it's almost like you want to hate the guy. And here's the thing, Eli. How much of it that, that we are projecting our hatred on him because Sam and Bucky don't like the guy? Uh, yeah. Well, also, U.S. agent, you're not, I don't think you're really supposed to like him. He's supposed not, to be a douchebag. He's supposed to be a douchebag. And, and that's the thing, but honestly, I think this show isn't, or they haven't gone there to that level yet. He's not as much as a douchebag as he is in the comics. Because in the comics, he's just a flat-out asshole. He's supposed to be unlikable. That's that's in the DNA of the character. He's supposed to be this right-wing, conservative. In the last four years in the comics, he's been like MAGA cap. That's basically what they've been calling him. So he's even worse in the comics. And, and honestly, they couldn't go that far how he's in the comics in this show because he would be so unlikable. I can honestly picture people just turning the show off. They're like, this is what I signed up for? Fuck this, you know. And there's something no racist-ass Captain America. I don't want to see this shit. But in this show, it's like you said, he got like a black wife on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, things like he's got that. A black, he's got a black token black friend that he's got. Now, I do want to talk about the to- the token black friend. Uh, that is a thing. Uh, when John Walker first appeared in the comics, uh, Battlestar was actually Bucky. His place, the same guy, Lamar Hoskins thing. But here's the thing. Uh, Marvel didn't realize that Buck was a racial slur for black people, so that's why they changed oh. it from Bucky to Black Battlestar. <laughs> you know, uh, rest in peace to uh Dwayne McDuffie because he's the one that explained it to them. Like maybe you shouldn't call this black man Bucky. You know, so that's why they changed. Everybody called him the <laughs> bullshit ass Battlestar. You know, uh, so that's the thing about that one. But yeah, but honestly, he's he's trying to be nice to him. He's trying to get them out of trouble. He got Bucky out of his therapy session, got him out of jail, stuff like that. They're still treating him like shit. He gave him a ride. They still treat him like shit, you know. So at the end, people are like, oh, and then you're going to say, still stay the hell out of my way. He gave them every chance. They pretty much said, fuck you every time he says something out of his mouth. So, of course, he's going to they say, fuck you back. You can't, you know, get mad at that. Uh, it is. Let's see. It's funny to see the old man. Yes, yes, this is, like I said, this is Wyatt Russell. That's the name, Kurt Russell's son, uh, Goldie Hawn's son also, uh, Kate Husson's brother, you know, all family-related. Everybody's talented, everybody acts up like that. So the point is, if, but he does just enough to make you hate him. Because even though he's being nice, he says condescending shit. That's the thing about him, why you don't like him. And he's still working for the government. He's still, like, like, like he, he hacks into... Uh... The, the bird red wing the, the, and yeah. yeah red wing yeah he hacks into them he's like oh you know, he's got basically using his authority his government authority just keep throwing it around right, right yeah like you know so this is bringing up that those issues of privacy and you know and and civil liberties and stuff like that which is what civil war was about you know, which, right. you know what i mean <laughs> you know <laughs> so it all ties back in together so that's the thing about it so yeah bucky uh, I mean, just the thing he said about, you know, kept calling him Bucky. 
even though Bucky don't like people calling him Bucky that he don't know. You know, he already yeah. brought that up. Uh, just the fact that he, you know, threw it in Sam's face that, why don't you be my sidekick? And he was like, nah, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> Funniest <laughs> thing when, when Bucky asked Battlestar, your name is Battlestar? Stop the car, get me the fuck out of here. I can't, I can't with these guys. <laughs> You know, uh, so that's the thing that was also about it. What do we got here? Six one six man. Uh, Mega Cap is a nice human being, but very much. Yeah, that's the thing. So he's not like a, a outright asshole, but like, I don't know, like that asshole that you knew just like what do he say? You know, he's like he's, the you know he's like the 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 boss in Office Space. You know, that like, guy, could exactly. You, yeah. Could you just uh, you know do that? You know, come in this weekend. That would be great. Thanks. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing you about know. it. But I like how they set him up. Like they 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 don't want you to hate him because the first thing they do is show him interviewing with Good Morning America. You see him getting himself psyched up in the locker room. You know he, you know, realized that he's trying to live up to Captain America. So you feel for him a little bit. Yeah. So I, I like I like that part of it. So he's a a complicated layer character, not just a flat out asshole like he is in the comics, you know. So I like how yeah. he did that. Um, um, and yeah, and the fact that he's married to, you know, the, I I like see, this is what I saw, you know, that he has, you know, he's married to a black woman, you know, mm-hmm. and being, you know, that seems to be like the cluelessness of a lot of ig- the ignorance of you know certain race, you know, when people say, "Oh, I'm not racist because I got a black friend or I got a, you know, I got black." children or whatever i got a black sidekick yeah yeah i got a black sidekick and blah 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 you know that, that it, i think they're ta- they're they're tapping into that you know that sort of ignorance you know what i mean you know because that's the funniest fucking thing i love it when i when a racist white woman says i got i'm married to a black man or i got black kids blah 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 blah, blah without realizing that black men are like been fed sexually fetishized for centuries and shit you know right. <laughs> you know so it's like yeah just because you suck black dick doesn't make you not racist you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we're still learning stuff about john walker i will say this i know he's going out of his way to say he's not a super soldier he's not all this i'm pretty sure he is a super soldier i'm pretty sure he's got all the all the powers that captain america had he's just hiding it because you can tell like when they was fighting on that on that uh you know those trucks he just jumped out of the helicopter where you know his black sidekick you know repelled down with the rope shit like that he just jumped out of it so i'm like uh-huh okay plus when they start mentioning the power broker spoiler alert the power brokers in the comics gave john walker his super soldier serum so since they mentioned him here and they're tied to the flag smashers i feel yeah. like there's gonna be but we're not gonna theorize but i gonna theorize we learned this from wandavision what happens when we theorize so he got his powers from his fist though Exactly. So Mephisto gave He's his powers. Mephisto. He's Mephisto. <laughs> right. Everybody's Mephisto. The black sidekick is Mephisto the whole time. You know, so we're not gonna go that right. And that's the thing I like about this show is that we can just enjoy the show. We're not worrying about what the X-Men are gonna show up and Magneto show up, stuff like that. We're just enjoying the show. I'm pretty sure it's gonna have some big ramifications to the MCU down the road, but until we get there, we just enjoy ourselves. You know. There is one big ramification that happened so far, Eli, that I think we need to talk about. Hold up before we get there. Do, 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 do. I bet Super Soldier Junkie once he got loses the cap role. Oh, I I don't know if they're gonna go that route. Like he has to keep taking the Super Soldier serum. That would be interesting. But I don't know if Marvel's gonna go that route. I mean, they've done some stuff we say they're not gonna do. But I don't know. We'll see if they go that route. What else we got here? Um, Snoop's gonna snoop. Yep, Quicksilver, Mephisto, Ralph Boner, the whole thing. Uh, now we do want to talk about, uh, like I said, 
because the most interesting thing that everybody's talking about for this episode was when Sam and Bucky went to Isaiah Bradley's house. Now, yeah, there was a, and really that was quick... another, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was another. Go ahead, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, like it was a very quick thing uh, for casual Marvel fans. It probably just flew over the head. They're probably thinking anything about it, but he's actually like a big deal in the comics. You know, that's the mm-hmm. thing about it. Uh, and they briefly hinted his his thing here because they said that he was a a black super soldier back in the fifties, stuff like that. Uh, in the comics, he was also the first black Captain America. Uh, he and the way they have it in the comics, now it all it's all a red console like that, but it's cool. They basically said that he got his super soldier serum before Cap, uh, and it wasn't just him. Uh, like I said, I actually went back when after I did this so yesterday. I spent my whole time reading. Uh, the miniseries, The Truth, Red, White, and Black, is basically telling the story about what happened. Came out in 2003. Uh, basically, it was 300 black soldiers in World War II. That's how the story is framed. Uh, and they basically signed up for the Army, didn't know they were getting experimented on by the uh, super soldier serum. Because basically what they're saying is that they didn't want to just give Cap just the raw formula. They had to do some tweaks and stuff like that. Basically, and a like, lot of them died. He was like the only, like just a few of them survived it. It was like six of them survived. Five yeah. of them died in war. He was the only one that survived and came out of it. Uh, Captain America was actually supposed to team, like Steve Rogers was actually supposed to team up with them, but something happened. He didn't go, but they left Captain America's suit there. So he stole the suit, went there, uh, got kidnapped, tortured by Hitler, escaped. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't then like the Nazis weren't they like trying to get the black like black soldiers to fight for them? Like why yeah, are you fighting for America? Yes, why, yeah, the whole yeah. thing that that's the thing I was talking about, six one six man. The whole thing is an allegory to the Tuskegee experiment, to uh, uh Henrietta Lacks, you know, who had the cancer cells that they didn't tell. So basically all this illegal experimentation they were doing over decades with the CDC. They were doing the same thing with these black soldiers. Even the fact that he was a super soldier, but it was actually illegal for him to wear the Captain America outfit. When in the show, when he mentioned that he went to jail for 30 years, in the comics, he went to jail because since Captain America left his super soldier suit there, he took it and went to war with it. Because he was like, if Captain America is going to fight for the country looking like Captain America, so do I. It was legal. They threw him in jail for life. The only reason he got out, because I think they threw a line in there like uh, JFK got elected and let him, you know, set him free or something like that. You know, but that's what happened. In some comics. technicality. They let him out. Like he was like in solitary for like 10 years or some shit. Right. Solitary. You nobody know. could see him. Stuff like that. You know, uh, basically in the in the, in the the TV show in, in the MCU, basically saying they were locked up because you got to remember around this time, S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra, there was no difference. So basically, yeah, they had a, a black super soldier on his uh if S.H.I.E.L.D. was doing experiments on him, then so was Hydra doing experiments on him. Just kept him in the whole time, just doing stuff on him. Uh, one thing I do like about this, though, Eli, now, the difference is that in the comics, when they show him in modern day time, he's basically brain dead. He's basically like a child. He's basically like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, it was, it was like effects from the serum. like it, it From um, the serum. Not only yeah. that, but he was sterile also, which I'll get into that in a second also. They, they sterilized him. Now, all his grandkids... That's right, because wasn't... Shit. Wasn't some... Wasn't there like a white supremacist that like like a Nazi was working for Hydra or not Hydra for like the U.S. and that they were what, trying that, to like well here's the trying thing, to like I, stop the the population the black population or whatever. Yes. Now here's the yeah. thing that's what they did in the comics actually really happened. There's a lot of yes. stuff in this comic that actually went to it because what they said in the comics and this actually happened in real life also is that after World War One 
the Germans and the United States actually teamed up together for eugenics. Like the, the top eugenics uh, scientists teamed up together, but they had different philosophies. The Germans wanted to make the Aryan master race to make themselves, you know, better than everybody else. While the United States wanted to do the exact opposite and cripple the lower class, blacks, poor, whoever mm -hmm. else they wanted to basically find a way to make population control. Yeah, there's a pop. So, yeah. So this is before like the Germans actually split apart with the Nazis stuff like that. So going back to the comic side of it, when they did split to the Nazis, the Germans took the Nazi scientists. He made Red Skull, blah, 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 all stuff like that. The United States, the other German scientists went to the United States, MacArthur America, blah, 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 all the stuff like that. So that's where it, it varies. But at the same time, it's all rooted in reality. And this is all documented. You can just go on Google. It's not yeah. like some kind of rumor, conspiracy site. It's there. You know, yeah. right after the United States, because the, uh, and this is why a lot, like a lot of people, are afraid of the COVID vaccine because of that. And I'm just gonna say, um, it's not it, it, chill out because rich white folks are taking the COVID vaccine exactly. before y'all, so don't be afraid. <laughs> exactly, and that's the thing. Now, if they weren't taking it, I'd be like, yeah. uh, I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> I see that shit. Oh, they, they they're referring to Tuskegee. I ain't taking the COVID vaccine. Right. You the know, you're watching. You're watching the NBA. Yeah. You watching the NBA game? I'm gonna like, Calvin from McDonald's saying, "Hey, why don't you come take this CDC vaccine?" Like, uh, uh, I'm not taking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see like rednecks talking about the government blah 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 first of all that was the black folks they did that right. to black folks <laughs> not not y'all right. second of all like all the rich all the rich white folks all the rich elites already took the vaccine already right so, like months ago yeah. they gave like, it yeah, first it, yeah yeah they took it first as soon as tom hanks got hit oh they let's get the vaccine going yeah you know? <laughs> Oh, so, so, but no, so. it, it is it is that comic is interesting as far as like bringing up, you know, all that history and putting it into, right. you know, I mean, all they did was just swap out the super soldier uh, serum with the Tuskegee experiment. That's all they did. It's pretty much the same thing. But, you know, it varies in certain parts. Uh, hold on. Let's go. What do we got here? 616. You got uh, Marvel Comics, the world outside the window. That's the thing. Like I said, it just changed one little bitty thing on it. That was it. Another thing about it, how. Uh, like I said, Isaiah Bradley was a soldier in the war, but was not to wear the Captain America outfit. This is the same thing that happened to real black soldiers in World War II and the Korean War and all this war like that. When they got home, they weren't allowed to wear their army fatigues or, or uniforms in public, even though they just came from the war and, and saved everybody from Nazis. They couldn't go back to the home and wear because they could fuck around and get lynched. You know, they felt it was yeah. disrespectful to even wear that stuff, so... Uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, and it refer, doesn't it refer to the red summer and how all the black veterans had yes. to like stand up and fight for their neighborhoods and shit. And right. yeah, which was a real yeah. thing. Also, the red summer was also a real thing. Though. Like they came in there, you know, they tried to burn down the, the city, just like Redwood, just like, uh, you know, Tulsa, but here, what was it? Maryland when they said the red summer, I, I got to reread it again, but they basically said they stood up. They're like, you're not yeah. going to do us like you did them. And it was a basically a war between them. Both sides got killed left and right. So I was like, whoa, that's a bit of black history I didn't know about. You know, so I yeah. thought that was pretty cool. Uh, one thing I do like about it also when, like I said, Isaiah Bradley's in comics, Brain Dead didn't have all his functions. In, this, in the MCU, he's, you know, he's fully aware and uh, swole as fuck. He like look and at this still shit. strong. Yeah, he's still, still strong. strong as hell. That's yeah. the shit that got me. You know what? I, I saw as soon as I saw that, the first thing I thought that's that old man strength. You know, <laughs> <laughs> because the funny thing about it, you know, in the south, the funny thing about it, if you go to the south, 
all black granddads are built like this. All black granddads are strong as fuck. I guess the only job they had it uh, back then in the 60s, stuff like that, was just lifting tree trunks. You know, that's why they look at us like a bunch of pussies. You know, you can't lift a fucking tree trunk. Get the fuck out of here. You know, as played. Oh, I don't know if you've seen Doctor Sleep. Um, Not yet. He, play, he played uh, Dick Halloran in Doctor Sleep. Doctor. Okay, hey, that, that's that's Carl Lumbry. Uh, Carl Lumbry. He's a he's a uh, very talented actor. Been around a lot. He was actually the voice actor of Martian Manhunt on Just League cartoon. Oh, really? You know, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so that was it. Plus some other stuff he was in also. But like I said, he all passed Just that little bitty party in there stole the show. Just a little part. So I thought that was awesome. And um, I thought it was really, I and I, it was so funny. Well, not funny, but interesting. Like right before Sam and uh, Bucky go into his house, they meet the little black kids who are like, hey, you're Black Falcon. And you know, <laughs> right. and Falcon said, "Why am I Black Falcon? Just because I'm black, you know?" And all that. So they they right. have that 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 little conversation, and then they go, "Oh, this is Isaiah Bradley." I'm like, "Hey, that's Black Captain Black America. Captain America." They like, "Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit," you know, and I did it myself too. And I'm like, "Damn!" I was like, "See, this is, they're going deep." Like, there's some right. clever like little quips like that, like making us think, you know, think about like again the the idea of tokenism and all that stuff, you know, and yeah. Which I thought right. was pretty clever, you know. If that was done right. intentionally, damn, that's brilliant. These, these writers are smart. These writers are smart. Even yeah. the scene after that, like I said, when they got out, they was arguing. Sam is frustrated because there's a whole black Captain America he never knew about. If he knew about that, maybe he would have made a different decision about you know giving up the shield. And know? I think, and this is like I don't want to theorize because you know, fuck the theories, but maybe <laughs> that's why Cap gave him the shield. Because he saw, maybe he became aware. Because remember, Cap went back in time and lived his old life, and you know, got married and all true. that shit. And then he maybe he found out about Isaiah and said, "Hey, he, you know, Sam deserves this," and that's why he gave it to Sam. That's just a deep. theory. That's deep. I never thought about that. I never just thought a about that. that I could deep. be wrong and fuck yeah. all theories, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, Bucky did keep it from Steve. Uh, Bucky kept it from Sam. You know, it's a. I guess he felt like it wasn't his secret to tell. You know, I didn't want to. Because the, the dude just went through hell. Like, last 50 years, whatever like that. So, I guess it was like, if he's going to come out and do this, that's going to be on him. I'm I'm just saying. I'm not saying. Basically, it wasn't Bucky's choice to put him out there. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And, and even the scene after that, like I said, when we talked. Well, now, the, the racial profiling scene with the cops. Yeah, the cops. And it was like, him. right after that. And it was interesting how the cops came out. Completely ignored Bucky, even though they were both arguing. And he just said, <laughs> and they asked Bucky, is this guy bothering you? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, the funny yeah. thing about it is that the most interesting thing was what Bucky said. Bucky told uh, Sam, give him your license. Because I don't think, and I, Bucky is an ally. Bucky, you know, is with Sam the whole way. But I don't think Bucky registered how serious that situation was. Because he, like, he just looked at it, he was just like, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just give me a license, move on. But at the same time, he did. I don't think he realized the profiling was going on, or if he did, he didn't, he didn't catch it at the time what was going on. That's why he said, "Do you realize what he was to get him out of there?" You know. So I thought that was a pretty interesting scene too. That's the thing about the, this show is that the the racism they're dealing with is systemic racism. You know, uh, it, that's the type of racism yeah. they deal with, not the outright KKK. You know, I hate you because of this, this, that. It's that systemic racism that's built into the country that no matter what you do you can't escape and it's almost invisible like racial profiling people associated with cops 
But honestly, Eli, it happens so much. We're almost normalized to it, almost numb to it. Like you go into yeah. a, a store, stuff like that. Uh, you get followed around because you're going to steal something. Or yeah. you get ignored because they don't think you have any money. You know, it can yeah. go both ways, you know. It's, it's, and this is and back to like, so you know, much, yeah. yeah, back to like the white ignorance that people like they don't understand, like the steps that us, we as people of color have to take. You know, right. when, when we, when just in our everyday lives, like why I have, you know, why I have a blue case on my phone instead of a black one. Cause I don't want, you know, cops thinking it's a gun, you know, why right. I'm super polite to people. Cause I look at me, I'm, I'm a scary looking guy. I know that I'm super <laughs> right. polite to people in public. Hi, how you doing? Thank you very much. You know, to let them know that I'm not going to fucking murder you, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, and just like, yeah, welcome. I'll leave my wallet out in the car, you know, <laughs> Because I don't want to reach for it in my pocket when I get pulled over. And I, I get pulled over a lot, you know. And so it's stuff like I mean, that. Because you got to remember, because uh, the, the profile, like, it depends on the car you're driving. Like, if you're driving, like, mm -hmm. a, a Dodge anything or a Chrysler or something like that, you're more likely to get pulled over, you know. Even though you're driving yeah. the speed limit, depending on the neighborhood you're driving in. Like, these things, like, honestly, like, black parents have to tell, like, people of color parents have to tell their kids this stuff. Yeah. You know, back to my baby so, ma, she couldn't yeah. believe like all the shit that I did. Like, no, I leave my the, the stuff that I prepare to do. Right. right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I got pulled over while delivering pizzas. You know, fucking right. cop asked me if I spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a conversation you don't want to have with your kids, but you have to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So you scared? So Eli, yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to wear. Is it? Is it better if I smile? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're trying to cope. You're not gonna switch to your white voice, are you? <laughs> hey, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going for a job interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, let's let's keep going. Uh, yeah. But never go with that. Like I said, now another thing about the therapy scene. Now the way they sold it in the trailer is different than how it played out. Because the trailer made it seem like these dudes just hate each other. Is this this old buddy cop trope where they gotta you know get together? But actually, they're friends the whole time. It's just that, you know, Bucky is pissed at Sam for what he did, you know, for giving up the shield, you know. And mm -hmm. you see it from Bucky's point of view because Steve trusted you and you just threw it away like it was nothing. So if Steve is a badge of the character, what does that say about me? Because everybody on this planet thinks I'm a piece of shit because I done murdered all these people. Uh, I turned Tony Stark into an orphan. I'm, I'm taking, you know, sons away from their fathers. So everybody thinks I'm a piece of shit and wants me to answer for my crime. But Steve is the only person believing me. But if he's a badge as a character, then what does that say about him? You know, and that's that's that line caught me. That line got me with that one. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's everything they're just throwing in this show, man. Every scene, even the scene with the flag smashers, got me. You know, the stuff they were saying and why they doing what they yes. doing. I'm like, wait, yeah. I was like, wait, are are they the good guys? What yeah, no on? shit. You know? Yeah. I mean, like in the comics, yeah, the ultimatum or whatever they're called, they're just an anarchist group that just wants to overthrow the government, you know? Right. But in this, they're like, you know, yeah, during the blip, the world was fucked up and they had to fend for themselves. Now that everybody's back, they're just supposed to ignore all the shit they went through for the past five years and go back right. to normal after all the fucked up shit we've been through. Kind of like, you know, sort of mirrors the pandemic right now, like. After right. all this shit's over, what 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 does that look like? It's not you know a lot of a lot of people have gone broke, they've lost their jobs, all this shit over this pandemic, and then afterwards we're oh hey everything's back to normal and all this shit. Like no, it, it you know right it doesn't work <laughs> so like that, that right <laughs> yeah that was really cool like what you know they, they they're just gonna like take it back 
all the shit, ignore, ignore us, ignore the have-nots again. A, a sense of classism, the class war again. Yeah, because so, I think they were saying stuff like, like if a guy, you know, came back from the blip and he was like rich and wealthy and well-to-do, and if it was his house, the other people had to go because his name is still on the deed, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So I don't know, man. Plus that the lead flag smash is kind of hot, so I might be rooting for them, man. I don't That's know. what's her face, uh, your girl no, from uh from Solo, yeah, from Solo. And for she Smash got that distinct whatever? face. Like when you see her, you know it's her. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, man, don't make me root for the bad guy, man. Come on, <laughs> give me Zemo. I hate Zemo. So, <laughs> uh, the red hand on the mask made me think of the five finger death punch. Yeah, like I said, we was all thinking there was like some some. Uh, is he are you talking about the band? Ugh. The band. No comment on the band. <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't know what you guys talking about. Y'all can had the okay, conversation. Okay, uh, and I just want to say, uh, I'm gonna bring up. You know, I know there's a controversy in native country over the hand. I'm not gonna touch that, but it did remind me. It did remind me of Echo. Now, Echo, you know, Maya Lopez. She's an indigenous character. She's supposed to be popping up on the Hawkeye show. She's got a hand. I thought on she her was face. popping up here. No, I thought she, I thought she was in the Hawkeye show. I, I thought no, she's I thought on she Hawkeye. was in this show. I thought she was in this show. Well, either way, she's got yeah. a hand on her face too. Um, okay. I'm wondering if she is a flag smash or a part of the flag smashers. If they're if they're gonna like make her a part of that, you know what I mean? Because that would be interesting, you know. So we'll see. Like I said, Marvel has this thing figured out. Whatever they do, again, it's a theory, and fuck all theories. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. You know, echoes Mephisto and all this shit. We're not doing that. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So, but yeah, it's just pretty interesting. So yeah, like I said, the show got me. Uh, I'm just glad Zemo is coming back in the next, next episode. Uh, I'm scared for Bucky because he knows he literally knows how to push Bucky's buttons. You know. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's the only human to beat the Avengers. But I mean, is, is Bucky cool, cool now? Is we Bucky, don't know. They, is he? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Is he cool now? That is, she says he got, he got his mind back. So he got maybe his those, mind back. But yeah. Maybe the trigger words don't work anymore. I don't know. Or maybe he knows some that maybe he knows a fail safe words or something. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but the funny thing is when you watch the after credit scenes, I mean, though, if you watch the credits roll, which I'm pretty sure everybody cut the show off with that, those trigger words were there in the credits. Mm -hmm. So I was like, ooh, okay. They, they got to play a part in it. Some kind of something happened. So anyway, I'm excited for the next episode, man. I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited. At first, I was like, yeah, I guess. So this is going to be another buddy cop beat him up. Marvel just going to smash you, smash, stuff like that. But they actually go into deeper in the, uh, the not only social issues, but the psyche of the characters. You're starting to, you know, you're starting to understand what type of character, you know, Sam is. You know, what kind of character Bucky is. Uh, I, before this, I never gave a shit about Falcon, you know. <laughs> but now I'm starting to understand him as a character. I mean, he, uh, Mackie has a lot of him in it, like I said, he's a wisecracking character. He thinks on his feet, you know. Uh, he's very instinctual, you know. I like how booking him go back and forth with that. Like that, that shit's funny to me, you know. Oh, you mean in Wakanda? You acting like you're the White Panther now? You're like, no, I'm the White Wolf. The white wolf. <laughs> he was like, huh? What? <laughs> he didn't get it, you know. <laughs> so like, I like Bucky can give as good as he take. Like he can verbal jab with Sam to shut him the fuck up. Also, so See, I read the, I read The Hobbit when it first came out. <laughs> <laughs> so well, the yeah, whole thing so. about wizards aliens or what do you call it was it wizards, wizards aliens, aliens androids yeah androids yeah <laughs> <laughs> all that shit was funny 
So, uh, yeah, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. What do we got here? Uh, I think this is on you. Oh, this is on me? Yeah. This on no, me. you watch. I, I didn't watch it, so. I guess it's but on I read, me. I read, I read the comics, so I, 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 I am aware of this. Oh, I'm, my fault. You're an elitist. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I read the comics. Re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't follow issue... <laughs> You know, two forty, where you know Invincible went to whatever planet his dad's from. I forget. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to spoil anything. Sorry, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. You just, fuck, you just fucked this whole show up for me now. <laughs> now they explain this shit. Dude. They they got that far though. So, <laughs> uh, like I said, I haven't read the comic, even though it's been on my list, uh, one of my to do list to do. I've seen plenty of people. I actually seen some people have said this is their favorite comic series. Period. Yes, like, but the, yeah. my. The comic store that I used to go to, yeah. The guy who ran it, he said that was his all-time favorite comic book. Yeah, like I've heard this several times. Like, damn, like, like you, it's okay to say now. For for people who don't know what this is, Invincible is a comic series made by Robert Kirkman. If you don't know who you know who Robert Kirkman is, because Robert Kirkman is the same guy that made The Walking Dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Believe it or not, The Walking Dead is a comic. It is. <laughs> they turned it into a TV show. So it's the same guy. Same guy, same mind, same all this stuff like that. Hold on, let's go to it. Let's see. Then I'll get into my thoughts of what I think about the comic. Yes. The show is gory as fuck. That's yeah. the thing about it. This show, I was like, whoa, they, they're going there. Okay. It's superheroes, but adult, more adult, uh, you know, it, it, oriented. Like, like, and Kind of like the boys, but not like yeah. the boys. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of gave me, which the boys is also on Amazon Prime. Also, like I said, this is on Amazon Prime. It's an animated show, but like it's an already animated show. They go there. Uh, it's just as gory as what I've read from the comics or what, what I did uh, looking through the comics. Uh, it pr- it pretty much follows the story. I won't say beat for beat, but it's close enough. Like if you know the comic storyline, you know where the TV show is going at. Uh, the animation is off. It looks like pretty much the same. It may or may not be the same guys that you know did Young Justice, like okay. that, but. But I thought, but the animation. But it looks pretty, pretty cool. close. It looks pretty yeah. close to the comic art, from what I've seen it, in the cartoon. It does. Like I said, when I seen through yeah. the comic, and then look at this, I like it. Do look pretty good. Co- the animation is awesome. Like just the stuff they're doing, like the fights of like that. I like. I'm digging this show. Oh, uh, like I said, it's pretty much like a Peter Parker, Superboy type thing. Teenager gets superpowers, stuff like that. Uh, the funny thing is about like when you watch the boys, you you feel like the boys are like making fun of superheroes. This don't really feel like that. It felt like. Kirkman was legit trying to make a superhero comic. Like there's a little, you know, irony yeah. in it, but Yeah, I mean the comics do have a bit of satire. There is a little bit of poking fun at su- the superhero lore, you know, the mm-hmm. Guardians of the Earth or whatever they're called and they're, yeah. they're like an offshoot of the Justice League and you know, there is like sort of those little, you know, parody uh sort of jabs that it, it takes, but it, yeah. it is still very dramatic. I I don't know how far the show goes, or because yeah, the, the the comic does get. I want to spoil anything because the comic does get pretty deep and you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at last night. The comic read lasts like fifteen years. You know, yeah, like, it's a just long ended. ass running comic. Yeah, yeah, it just ended like a few years ago. Like the last issue was like a big deal. Like the lad, the final Invincible issue came out just like four or five years ago. When was that? So. Yeah. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like like images like this from Image Comics. It's supposed to be like Image Mask at the time did because like if you look at his costume, it's an eye, but, like, but not just like Invincible, like Image. 
you know, they oh, yeah, want yeah. him to be like their mascot, like Superman and shit like that. So and then, um, and, and, and yeah. image characters showed up like Savage Dragon and Super Patriot. Mm -hmm. They're like image characters showed up in uh, the comic book. Yeah, because they want to do like a little crossover type things like that. I doubt that would happen here. You know, just because like Savage Dragon is owned by another person, you know, but mm -hmm. yeah. still pretty cool. But you can tell just by the, hold on, let me see. Uh, there's a lot of diversity race wise main characters now have yeah uh, invincible i didn't know if that was a thing or not uh, invincible is half asian his mom is asian so you know oh not a really big deal with me like i said because i don't have any attachment to the comics so i'm and he looks the same you know so i can't tell the uh, difference it's yeah. been a while since i read it i'm not sure but uh yeah you know i guess sure that works too yeah i mean mm -hmm. it's cool it's whatever but it's cool um you can tell that even just by the little three episodes they had, there's a lot of lore in this show because you got characters popping up, all stuff like that. There's a lot of history between and stuff like that. So I'm just like, that's pretty interesting, you know, pretty cool. So, like I said, I'm not over here, you know, uh, jerking this show off like, oh, it's the greatest three episodes I've ever seen in my life. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying, good show. Nah. Yeah, I was I was gonna watch it last night, but uh, I ended up watching that bad trip. Which was hilarious, by the way. Oh, the Eric Andre show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that shit was okay. hilarious. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll check it out. Check it out. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like Jackass, where it's like real. It's kind of yeah, like Jackass or Borat, where they do the 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 hidden camera pranks and shit. But it's like mm -hmm. a narrative, you know. They're you know um, him and Lil, what's the name, Lil Raj or uh, uh, the Lil TSA Rail. guy from from Get, Get Out, the TSA Lil Howard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Tiffany Hatch, holy shit. She had me laughing my ass off. Yeah, it's funny. Go check that out. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out. That's Eli's recommendation. <laughs> so I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, let's move on to the next thing. Let's go, because I, I, you said you had some stuff to add on it. I got some stuff to add on this. I got stuff to add on this, but I'm, I'm going oh, okay. to let you go first. But whatever you, oh, whatever you the Suicide Squad that. trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, well, I don't know if I got much to add. I'm just saying I saw it and I thought it was funny. I, I, it looks good, and I, I was laughing, and I, I don't know. <laughs> like it's James Gunn, so yeah. James so, Gunn, yeah. yeah, it was funny. I mean, I, I was. It looks legitimately good, like King Shark, you know, uh, eating that guy and uh, hand and all that shit. <laughs> oh, and the vo <laughs> it's voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I heard his voice by yeah. Sylvester Stallone. It's funny because, you know. Warner Brothers wanted Gar or uh, Suicide Squad to be like Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, now they got the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy, the Guardians of the Galaxy. to make the movie. <laughs> so we'll that see how it go because they got the guy from Avengers to do Justice League, and we saw how that shit went. So, <laughs> yeah, but so. That, he had he had to do a bunch, put a bunch of band aids and shit. But this is all James Gunn, you know. Um, and it look it looks pretty much just like yeah, a Guardians of the Galaxy. Only you know it's the Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, and plus it 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 looks like it's a sequel also. Now the funny yeah. thing about it, people are confused by Idris Elba. Is he playing Will Smith character? He's not, but he might as well be. Like I said, he is not playing Deadshot. He's playing Bloodsport. The difference is in the comics, Deadshot was a Batman villain. Bloodsport was a Superman villain. They both did the same shit. They shot guns and like that. So. <laughs> Blood sport, like you, you wondering how did Blood Sport, you know, manage to do anything with Superman with guns? Obviously, not much. That's why he's here in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Pretty sure Superman beat his ass and threw him in jail. So that's thing with that one. Uh, other st stuff I did want to add in there real quick. Where's that thing I wanted to add? I don't think I have it. Oh well, I want to talk about Starro. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because Star Wars is a big thing going on right now. For those who don't know, because the uh, actual villain of the show, uh, the villain of the movie is Starro. Now, for those who don't know who Starro is, Starro is actually the very first villain that the Justice League fought in Brave and the Bold 2028. Uh, uh, now, the thing is, Zack Snyder also said, I don't want no big-ass starfish in my movie. I want my movie is gritty. My movie is grim. Nobody will believe that shit. This is the same bullshit he said for Watchmen. There was a big-ass squid at the end of Watchmen. Yeah, I was just about shit. to say. Yeah. Right. He said the shit's stupid. No one's going to want to see a big giant sense. squid and shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Then HBO turned around and did the shit. <laughs> Put a squid in their TV show. They were like, oh, yeah. So the shit does work. So, and obviously, James Gunn is doing the same shit, taking a big-ass starfish, you know, putting it in his show. What do we got here? Uh, Star Wars Conqueror. Yeah, Star Wars Conqueror is in there. Also, not only that, the uh, funny thing about Starro is that he has these little pieces of him, and the Just League caught one of them, called him Jaro. Batman adopted him and made him a Robin. That is a thing. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I just want to add it, because that's like the weirdest shit that Scott Snyder did. I just want to throw it in there. It's just funny. Uh Scott but yeah, Snyder? Oh, yeah, Scott Snyder. Okay, there's two yes, the one, the one, The one that we like. The, <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is about Scott Snyder, he was taking credit for the Snyder Cook because people kept tweeting him about it. He was like, yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but but, yeah, but I think John, John Cena as uh, uh, Peacemaker, <laughs> that yeah. shit was funny. Like, I, the banter, I mean, just that. And, it be, be, and, and it's rated R. You know, so James Gunn gets to let loose because, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy was Disney. It was PG-13 or whatever it was. He couldn't, Which we like, all felt the first one should have been rated R. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he gets to, like, he's, like, let loose. So you see, like, you know, that bad. And if you've seen, like, James Gunn's other. James Gunn's used to work for Troma. So. Right. Yeah. So he's used to. And, of course, we all know why he got fired. He's got, like, a fucked up sense of humor. So it's cool to see him. He gets to just let loose. And that banter, you know. What, <laughs> Because he's like, not in the constraints of Disney. That's yeah, he's like, if there was all, if this beach was covered in dicks, I would eat everyone. I would eat everyone for, for freedom, for liberty, or, for liberty <laughs> or whatever. It's like, like, why would somebody put dicks all over the beach? You're like, who knows why madman do shit? <laughs> I don't mean to quit. I, I don't mean to keep talking about dicks, but that was funny. You know. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but like I said, Suicide Squad looks like it's going to be on HBO Max this year. So mm-hmm. you don't have to go to the theater. It's going to be HBO Max. And John Cena is supposed to be getting his own spinoff TV show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Directed by James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah, so. We so got Yon doing it. We got, uh, you know, what's his face? Uh, who's Yondu again? God, what's that guy's name again? Uh, oh, shit. Michael. Uh, Rooker. Mike, Mike, Michael Rooker, yeah. Michael you know. Rooker, we got the soundtrack, the old, we got, you know, Michael Rooker's favorite songs. Because that's all the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is. is the just like, rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, those songs are basically songs that, you know, James Gunn got from Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. They're basically mixtapes that yeah. Michael six Rooker one, gave to him. Yeah, 616 Man, that is a good point. We don't know if it's a prequel. They might be doing this shit on purpose just to throw us off. Because here's the thing about the last Suicide Squad, nobody died but Slipknot. <laughs> but yeah yeah. but this time james gunn promised us most of these motherfuckers not gonna make it (laughs) you know (laughs) so we don't know who's gonna get taken out but that's the whole fun of it so yeah so we we already know uh the thinker and polka dot man and weasel they're dead as fried chicken we know they're not gonna make it you know oh and the thinker is played by capaldi 
Um, yes, Peter Doctor Capaldi. Who. Doc, yeah. Doctor Who. Well, one of the doctors, yeah. yeah. Apparently, Peter Comics' father was a Nazi war hero. Peacemaker got some stuff to him. I'm not too familiar with Peacemaker. I do know this, that the comedian from Watchmen is based off Peacemaker. I do know that much. So mm-hmm. take that for what you will. Um, yeah, like I said, weird shit. Awesome show. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on to the next thing. Let's stick with DC. Let's stick with the topic of DC. Oh, no. I'm not going to stick with DC. Oh, shit. This is on you. Oh, damn. I, I put him in the wrong spot, that. but since we're there, let's just go oh. there. Uh, I didn't mean to put you in the well, spot. Well, shit. No, no. Let's talk about DC, and I'll, I'll get okay. that article up. <laughs> okay, let's go, to, go back to DC. Then. I thought this was Nick's from the list. Sorry. <laughs> okay, my fault. I, hit it, but I thought we did. I put it on by accident, but anyway, let's, let's go to what we were talking about. Okay, so what we're going to talk about is DC Films, not the DCEU, because the DCEU is just something made up by the internet. So DC Films, what they fish called themselves, has now seen four movies for 2022 so here's the thing Eli we're supposed to be boycotting DC because they won't give us the Snyder Cup restore the Snyderverse give us the Snyderverse so we're supposed to be bombing everything they do uh we're supposed to be bombing uh Godzilla versus King Kong which restore the Snyderverse we're supposed to be giving them one percent ratings on Rotten Tomatoes because we want the Snyderverse but then everybody turned around like "Ooh, Black Adam the Flash Aquaman 2 the Batman give it to me Snyder's got to do with that shit. We're supposed to be boycotting. You got to make up your mind. You got to pick a struggle. So that's what's going on right now. So, yeah, uh, Black Adam has been announced. They have a date. They just announced it. The Rock just posted the tweet, the date, like right before we started recording. I don't have it in front of me. I think in July, something like that. So The Rock has a movie. Everybody has been announced. <clears throat> Hawkman has been announced. Of course, The Rock has been announced. Uh, Adam Smasher has been announced. He's been one of those rom com movies. Cyclone, I don't know who or what Cyclone is or who her actor is. Who do we go here? Folks, not a verse. Let me see that new shit. I'm with, I'm yes. with you, 616, man. I'm yes. with you. Look, here's the thing about Snyderverse. Did I like Justice League? I like Justice League for what it was. But at the same time, it feels like I'm watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. Not the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So we need more people in here to not just be just locked down to his vision. Yeah, you, know. you even said you kind of look at like the Snyder verse as sort of like this other world series. It's Elseworlds you know? to me. That's that's how I have to look uh, at Elseworld, it. Like, yeah, you know, Elseworld, sorry. Oh, oh whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's how I have to enjoy Snyder. Just understand <laughs> that it's something else than what I know what it is. But we just can't have his voice be all of these people. You know, we need different voices on there, you know. Because um, like I said, if we left it up to him, we wouldn't get Starro. You know, even in yeah. Suicide Squad, he was like, no, that's too stupid. I need my shit dark and, and mean something. You know, fuck that, man. It's DC. DC <laughs> means something. That's what he, I'm, that's a quote. That's a quote, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's man. like Marvel. Yeah, Marvel got a fucking talking raccoon in their movies, man. The Green Lantern has a fucking chipmunk in the core, and they don't do anything with it. Like, fuck it. You, and he's older than Rocket, you know. But fuck it. Detective Chip. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. He he turned Detective Chip into King Kong. Right. <laughs> Smashing buildings Chip and was shit. In the, yeah. Detective, Detective Chip, Chip was in the real world. Yeah. Busting a building. on. Detective Chimp is a god. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Rock side off of Black Kettle 2. Cash since 2000. Back in Shazam with space. Yeah. The thing is, uh, 616 Man, they actually gave The Rock the choice of who he wanted to be. Either Shazam or Black Adam. He chose Black Adam. And he was executive producer on the Shazam movie also. So, 
He didn't sign on to Shazam, uh, Black Adam un until Shazam made mo money because he can't trust DC. Nobody can trust DC. What the fuck they're doing? Um, yeah, what are we talking about? Oh, Black Adam. The reason we're talking about Black Adam because the last person that was cast early this week was Pierce Brosnan. Mm -hmm. da -da -da -da. As Dr. Fate. Fate. Dr. Fate. You know, the man with the golden helm. <laughs> golden out of golden <laughs> helm. You, know? you want to roll. Yeah, I'm just, just puns. Waka, just waka, waka. <laughs> Thanks. I'm here all week. Try to be. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but I do want people to know that everybody's getting excited. Oh, they got James Bond in DC Universe. I just want you to know Pierce Brosnan does not look like this anymore. I know we I know he wants him to look all suave and sophisticated. We thinking Dr. Face is to come in here, you know, and just steal the Rock's woman and shit like that. He didn't look like that anymore. He looks like this. He looks like Colonel <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> so you have to temper your expectations. You know? I don't know. I think that's kind of in though. The silver fox these days, you know, the dad bods and shit. I don't know, man. That's, I, mean, I guess probably, that's in now. I guess so. It's Pierce Brosnan. He probably still will come in, just, just steal every woman to come in. Well, I, th I think yes. I think if yeah, if some if they if they some if they look at you know the Pierce Brosnan versus The Rock, I think people are gonna want to fuck The Rock. Yeah, because you're gonna be walking around shirtless and shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Bond fake sound cool. So yeah, just, yeah. Just on the fuckable people... meter, the Rock still yeah. wins. <laughs> I mean, but he's still James Bond, even though he's like old as fuck. He's still James Bond. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, hell, yeah, Sean Connery yeah. like sexiest Pierce, man in the world, like in the nineties yeah, and shit. You know? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan will take his time. You know, he'll be it'll be essential. He won't he won't pile drive you like the fucking rock. Yeah, he's smooth. Like Pierce Brosnan never the person just walk in the room and just take his shirt off and shit like that, like give me a woman. Yeah. No, he was suave and shit like that, like Remington Steel and shit, you know. But yeah. He's gonna whine and die. He's gonna whine and dine you and shit. Yeah. I'll just say if I see Dr. Fate do this shit, like, why is Dr. Fate acting like James Bond? He didn't do that in the comments, but fuck it, whatever. You know, just just roll with it, you know. Oh, what have we got? I think the rest of this is just you. No. We're gonna move with the next part. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you no. Know, you know what? I think you got more books than me. I got more books than you. I'm gonna let you go first this time, Eli. I'm gonna let you go first. Okay. okay. What am I doing? We're go are we on the comics now? Yeah, we're on the comics now. We right. fucked around long enough, but let's go to it. Okay. Like I said, this is comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books, and we're just gonna jump into it. And uh, Eli, I'm gonna let you go first because I'm actually getting set up over here. So yeah. So uh, let me know. I'll do Alien number one. Get this out of the way. I was almost this close to reading it, oh. but I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Marvel now owns the Alien property, uh, and they the are alien now Queen is a Disney princess. Yes, so is Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> um. And, you know, for many years, Dark Horse were doing the Aliens and Predator comics, and there were a lot of really good ones, some very classic stories. They're the ones who made Aliens versus Predator, that made them meet in comic book form. Yes, before they fought, them, fought each other in the movies, they were doing it in the comics. So Dark Horse had, you know, 20 good years of doing awesome Aliens and Predator comics. Well, now they're owned by Marvel. Um... And now this is the first alien comic from Marvel. And uh Spider-Man show. <laughs> not yet. Um there might be some weird mutant in there. I don't know who the fuck that is, but I don't know. I'm like, don't make fucking 
don't turn to aliens into mutants. You know, we don't need <laughs> alien X-Men. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Just stick to the formula, please. You know? <laughs> um, so what, so basically we're introduced to a new character, which is guy's name, Cruz, something Cruz. He's an ex-Marine, the cult, you know, the space Marine. Um, he had experiences with the alien, the xenomorphs. Um, he's basically retired now. He goes back to earth. Which we've never seen in the movies. We've never gone to right. Earth in the movies. Um, but he's basically retired now. Um, but then there is a radical anarchist group who uh, is like trying to sabotage government shit. And it turns out his son works for them. And uh, they are basically, uh, you know his son ends up stealing like some data, like a disc or whatever from his dad. Cause it's got secret codes to access, you know, the, the laboratories. So they're going to go bomb the place and they end up going in and to uh, destroy this government laboratory. And um, that's where they find a huge uh, uh, laboratory full of like face huggers, you know, the face huggers, those crab things. This zoom in on it. Okay. Yeah. Trying to oh okay okay here we go oh yeah yeah I yeah that thing yeah. so that's kind of where it, it, it kind of ends there um uh oh that's and that's the only mention of aliens huh <laughs> <In this comic. laughs> um they they it's world building you know yeah they they reference you know bishop the bishop android they 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 reference Whalen Utani and the space marines LV426 they reference the the alien universe all that stuff is there but it, this was just slow this was like kind of slow for me um a little little mediocre for my taste uh so i was a little underwhelmed i was a, and that's the thing is i was already skeptical about this already of how marvel how far marvel would push the because this is alien it's r-rated gory violence i was like a little concerned how they were going to treat this because dark horse they went ham they showed it all blood gore you know chest bursters all that shit acid melting your skin all that shit i was a little concerned how marvel was going to take it but there is a panel where they blow off somebody's head and it's pretty graphic as you can oh, see shit. yeah yeah okay so i'm like okay well that gives me hope <laughs> <laughs> if you're blowing up heads that okay I, you guys are gonna push it you guys are gonna go hard harder than i thought you know so that gives me hope but otherwise this story was a little slow for me you know uh so i give it a three out of five i'll i'll, I'll see you know i'm gonna see how long it takes for them to get going this does remind me of back in the 90s when chris claremont wrote uh the deadliest of species and it was like mm -hmm. this big hype you know it was aliens versus predator book written mm -hmm. by Cl chris claremont i guess he had just got done writing the x-men and this was like his first job so there's right. all this hype well, well the you thing know? is you know they had the brood in the x-men which is basically aliens yeah. yeah yeah and it had all this hype behind it and it turned out to this really slow boring soap opera and I, 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 X Men. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It turned into a, yeah. He turned aliens into X Men. And I didn't <laughs> stay with it. I didn't end up reading the whole story till like many years. Like, cause I was collecting it, you know, when it, you know, off the rack. And then after like the fourth issue, I'm like, this, fuck this. I'm done. 
<laughs> oh man, let's see yeah. Disney Alien versus Marvel. Yes, so no. now yeah, this event it's gonna happen. It's, yeah, it's gonna now happen. we're all they're all talking about the crossovers. You know, we're gonna have you know Spider Man versus Aliens and you know X Men versus Predator and all that shit and you know so yeah that can Hulk happen. Versus Predator, you you gonna buy it, Eli? Don't act like you're not gonna buy it. Yeah, Hulk versus Predator. You yeah, uh, Hulk is gonna kick their ass. I mean, I don't right. Know. <laughs> <laughs> we're predators then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right, so I guess I'm up now. I guess I dilly-dally long enough. Okay, so book I'm going to do is, I'm going to just come right out the gate. We're just going to start with uh, share screen. Yeah, we're going to start with uh, Black Panther number 24. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Cool. That's cool. I didn't know I could do that. Anyway, so if you notice on the book, uh, every single black hero is on the cover. Now, for those who don't know what's going on, I'm going to get everybody caught up. What's going on? Uh, Wasn't that in a panel like last issue? No, that was like the very last. Oh, this page. is Black Panther. This is Black Panther. I thought I'm thinking of the, the Avengers. Oh no, 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 no! This is not Avengers. Black Panther. So yeah, so this is basically every single black hero ever is on the page. And basically, what's going on? Let's get see if we can get everything caught up. Um, Killmonger is returned from the grave. And he is now in charge of a space army from the future that was basically Wakanda that has conquered the galaxy. And they have come back from the past to conquer Wakanda, basically, and to kill everybody on there. So to combat, oh, and he's also, Bass has realized they're so powerful, the goddess Bass has joined their side. So, yeah, so uh, Black Panther, you know, T'Challa on the other side has basically uh, recruited every single black hero on the planet to come to Wakanda. So, like, if Miles is chilling with with uh, Peter Parker and he gets a call from Chala, he's like, in Wakanda, he basically, like, Peter, hey, we're going to Wakanda? Like, Miles like, we? No. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, you're milling us strong enough. So, they're all going there uh, to basically help combat the Killmonger alien invasion that's coming. Oh, and he also has a symbiote Venom suit also to, to add things to it. So, that's going on. So, let's go ahead and get started with it. Uh, T'Challa, like I said, we got this X-Men, like I said, when I'm, we mean everybody, all black heroes, all black heroes are on deck. Storm has gotten every single black X-Men and brought them to the uh, Wakanda, even the ones we never heard of. Or maybe they've been in like some random X-Men issue from back in 2003, like that. So we got this guy named Prodigy. His mutant powers connect everybody's mind to each other, something like that. So T'Challa hooked them up to some kind of machine to kind of get everybody on the same page to, you know, uh, help fight. So he's basically like running ops. You know, where everybody else is fighting and shit like that. Um, and the rest of the book is actually not even talking. It's just action. The whole book is just action. Uh, like you said, you got Misty Knights, you got Luke Cage, you got Falcon, you got uh, Monica Rambeau, and they all doing their thing. And it's kind of a little story here. Like you said, everybody's got their names. Uh, River Palm engaged. You know, Monica Rambeau and Storm actually teaming up, you know, taking out the sky people. So you got people on the sky, people on the ground. Uh, cloak without you know without dagger. She's doing shit. Uh, Luke Cage is just big bruiser. We have a Luke Cage war machine doing his thing. <laughs> you know, he's beating the fuck out of people. Uh, and then there's this other dude, Riri and War Machine doing a thing. And the Midnight Angels, you know, from the first issue, save them and stuff. Uh, and then there's this other X Man named Gentle. He has the power to just grow big and stuff like that, just start beating the shit out of people. But it's too many of them. 
Uh, and then he's getting overwhelmed, and all of a sudden, boom, they get sniped. And Jensen's like, who the hell did that shit? And this is the most awesome panel of the of the book. This is the <laughs> money shot right here. Nick Fury from the rafters sniping a whole bunch of people with two Patriots beside him. One, Eli Bradley, and the other one, Rayshon Lucas. Uh, one oh, of like, that's uh, Isaiah's son. Isaiah, uh, his grandson. Yeah, his yeah. grandson. So they're here. And I they're know basically- who he is. Of you course, know? yeah, you, you should. His name uh, yeah. is Eli. You know? Yeah, there ain't no, not too many people named Eli. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, he's the good one. He's not Eli Manning, so you can be proud oh, of yeah. him. You know? Or Eli, the demon, the ghost rider demon. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so they go out and, you know, Rayshon, you know, because he's like a tech genius. So he's like shooting the shit out these Venom ones. Uh, Eli is just like, fuck it. He's just, just ram riding his way in there, just beating the shit out of him. Gentle's just going to work on him. Uh, but that's when the ship realizes that we need to just focus on Prodigy, you know, the, the main guy, you know, is hooked into everybody. So once they get to him, you know, you got Dr. Voodoo and you got Monica Rambeau and Storms, like, you know what they, so they do like a, a combined attack. So Monica Rambeau turns into lightning and goes inside Storm. I'm pretty sure T'Challa had a dream about this once, you know, <laughs> uh, they combine it to each other. So she amps up Storm's powers like a thousand and they just like destroy a spaceship, you know, take it out. Dr. Voodoo, Voodoo makes sure this, the ship doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, oh, Miles is floating, flying around doing shit or whatever, you know. But anyway, what, about, just, what about Rocket Racer? Where he at? They, he didn't get the email. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on the call list, man. It's like, if you're a black hero and you're not at Wakanda right now, you need to fire your, your manager or some shit, you know? <laughs> uh, so he's telling T'Challa, look, the base is done. I can't coordinate everybody. Uh, that they, they, The force is too much. And T'Challa's just like, uh, fuck, we need to rally the troops. But then while they're talking, coming out of the smoke, and he's like, yeah, I took down your people. Out of the smoke, it's Killmonger. You know, and he's got the Venom symbiote wrapped around him with a whole bunch of Venom dudes behind him. He's like, I'm control of the five galaxies and Wakanda will be mine. You know, and, and Black Panther's just like, uh, you've turned Wakanda into a slave nation. You are a slave driver, uh, Killmonger. All the times you die, you ain't learned a damn thing. You know, uh, Wakanda is not built on that. Wakanda is forever. And then you see the Queen Mother walking out of, you know, Manifold's teleporting thing. And since the uh, the Orishis and Bass have abandoned them, they actually brought back the Originators. Now, the Originators are the old gods that were there before Wakanda, and they freed them. So now the old gods of Wakanda are here to join the fight also to go against uh, Killmonger. And, yeah, that's the what the last issue was like. So next issue, last issue of Colts is done after that. Oh, I was about so. to say, did Coach write this? Coach wrote this. Yes, Coach. This is completely Coach. Now the good reason, job. He, that but here's the good. here's the thing. I'm explaining, but most of it is no dialogue. Most <laughs> of it is just action scenes, action scenes, action scenes. So it's easy to follow, you know. So yeah, so Coach wrote it, but he really didn't do much with it. So yeah, I'm gonna give Coach some credit on it. I mean, you can't. I'm like, I knew this issue was gonna be every black superhero, so I was nervous about Coach. Please don't fuck this up. Please don't fuck this up. Please don't fuck this up. <laughs> but he did a good job on it. So. We got one more issue to go, Eli. Let's see if he can bring this home. <laughs> you know, because that panel with Nick Fury sniping people from the roof, I like Nick Fury made it to Wakanda. Okay, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. This issue, this issue, five out of five. I'm gonna issue, like I said, every black hero ever doing shit. Monica Rambeau and Storm. It's my fantasy too. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with T'Challa. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. So what, what you got next? 
Um, I will do, I guess I'll do Bitterroot. Bitterroot, cool. Okay, all right, let's go there. Got you set up. Um, I think, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Bitterroot is back. Um, this is the start of the new storyline, Bitterroot number 11. Written by David F. Walker, Chuck Brown, Sanford Green. You know, and uh, yeah. All black team working on this horror book about a black family in the in the 1920s Harlem that fights demons. Um, so I've this has been one of my favorite books for a long time. I've I keep praising how great this book is. Um, so the the concept, you know, demons infect people through hatred and bigotry. So basically, demons as a metaphor for racism. Um, they infect people, turn them into demons. There's this family called the Sangriers. They've been fighting them for, you know, many, many years um, using, you know, like uh, steampunk style weapons. And then they also cure them. Uh, they have like this, I can't remember what the brood is called, but like there's this plant that cures them. They're trying to cure the hatred and bigotry out of these people and turn them back into humans. And that's kind of like the duality. You have some of the family members that want to heal them. And then some family members that just want to kill them. Like you can't stop. You can't cure hatred like that. You know? So there's that, like, you know, the Malcolm and, and, and Martin, you know, argument kind of there, you know, uh, you know, you know, what do you do? How do you tackle racism? You know, that's kind of like the main theme of this book. This book really tackles racism, race relations, what to do about, how to deal with racial trauma, you know, the historic systemic racism. What do we do? It asks those questions. doesn't give you an answer really, but it still ponders them and just makes you talk. But this one, this, so in this new issue, we're kind of a, it's kind of a recap, you know, we're just sort of, it's resetting all the characters where all they've been doing. We have, um, uh, Dr. Sylvester, he lost his family in the Tulsa bombings. And um, he gave in to a demon called Inzandu, which feeds off of sorrow and trauma. And he was using that demon to wipe out the other demons. So he, but, but didn't realize that that demon was trying to take over earth. So he was using him as a vessel to take over earth. Well, last issue, he took the demon and dragged it back to hell. There is this purgatory. I can't remember what it's called. Bah, bah, it starts with a B. But anyways, it's like this, this realm of purgatory where, you know, some humans are stuck there, but they're, tra they're there defending earth against invading. They're protecting earth from hell basically and they're they're you know they fight demons in this purgatory to keep them from invading you know earth so that's where he is we have um uh berg who was infected by an inzandu they're trying to cure him but he's kind of they they think he's better but he still might not be we have ma etta who's like the matriarch of the family she was actually fighting these demons since you know you know before the the slaves were freed. So she's like the old lady. She's like an herbologist. She's teaching the healing ways. 
Um, and uh, so she's trying to figure out how, to, you know, is this still working? Because there was this big, huge riot, race riot in Harlem where the cops got infected by demons. And it was basically, you know, them fighting these demon cops, you know. So they're trying to figure out what, what do we do? You know, maybe there's no way to cure it, but we got to figure out a way because, you know, there's these other demons happening, coming. Now, now we're gone to Blink. Blink is, she's like the youngest, one of the youngest uh, children. She was like a teenager. Her parents were killed. Her mom was sucked into the portal, to the purgatory, and they thought she was dead. But in the last story arc, she came through. She's still alive. She came through along with Cullen. Cullen was another, the youngest uh, son of the family. He got sucked through the portal. He came through too. He's still alive. It turns out time passes differently in that purgatory. He aged like 10 years. He's now a badass demon fighter. Because at first he was kind of timid. You know, he was, he was kind of like, didn't like to fight. You know, and they're always wondering about him. You know, that is he going to be a, a fighter? Like, the, you know, he's 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 supposed to be a, a a demon slayer, but he got sucked through the portal, spent ten years there. You know, fighting demons. Now he comes back through. He's a badass. He's ten years older, but it's only been six months on Earth. You know what I mean? So yeah. time time you know is different in that in that realm. Um, he's back. Uh, Blink's mom's back. They're trying to mend their relationship now. Blink. She's the youngest daughter. She was supposed to be trained to be, you know, in the in the in the in the root, in the in the healing roots, you know, the, the healing ways. But she wants to be a fighter, you know. But they're like, no, women don't do that. Men are only the warriors, you know. So you have to learn how to, you know, you know, learn practice the healing ways. But she likes to go out and fight. She's got friends, like there's this like Chinese girl. Basically, she's like the, the badass chick who likes going out and fighting, but she's not supposed to because she's a ch girl, you right. know? And she teams up with like a Chinese girl and an Irish girl. They're all from their friends. So basically all the immigrant families or all these oppressed people who've ever been oppressed, they've been fighting these hate, hate demons for centuries as well, you know? So she teams up with these other girls and they're like forbiddenly supposed to be, not supposed to be fighting, but they are. Um, so that's going on, but basically this issue, Blink and her mom, who came back from Purgatory, they're sort of, you know, getting to know each other again. She thought she was dead. They're not. They're sort of mending their relationship. Um, then we have Enoch. Sorry, I should have took notes on this because this, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, that's the only thing about this book is it's very convoluted, a lot of subplots. Enoch, he's like the old, one of the, another old um, demon fighter he did something we're still not sure what but he did something that pissed off every pissed off the family you know and he's like trying to they they think he's de dealing in some sort of dark magic you know so there he's kind of pissed off the family but also the one of the leaders that they thought were dead he came is it charles yeah charles they thought charles were dead he came back from purgatory he's missing his legs he's got like robot steampunk legs and he's a badass and he's back and they're sort of again trying to determine what they should do about like these these inzandu demons they're different from the the from the jinyu the jinyu demons feed off of hatred and bigotry inzandu feed off of trauma and sorrow so they're different they don't know how to cure that you know um, then we go to, uh, what's his face? 
Um, so Cullen and Ford. Now Ford is like Blade. He's just this badass demon slayer. He goes around killing demons. So you know, he he he's like, there's no cure. We're just gonna kill him. You know, amputate the soul. You know, there's there's no coming back. So he just goes around kills demons. He saved or not saved. He teamed up with an ex KKK member. Um, last, like in the older story arc, that guy got killed. The white guy got killed, got killed by the Inzandu last, last arc. And now here we are. Ford is now telling this, you know, white guy's family, Hey, he died saving my life. I owe it to him. Blah, 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 blah. So he's got this change of heart over, you know, this whole race relations. And that's the thing is that guy, what was his name? Johnny rebel or whatever. I was like Johnny Ray, Jim Bob or whatever. <laughs> he was, he was like a part of the KKK. Um, but, and they were about to lynch a black dude, but then Ford came in, killed all the, you know, all the KKK members got possessed and turned into demons, except that one guy, Johnny Ray or whatever. He didn't, which meant that he was pure of soul. His soul is pure. And he even admitted, I did not know that this is what we were doing. I did not know that the KKK did this shit. I was just raised this way, blah, 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 blah. So again, this, this book tackles like issues of ignorance, you know, how some like white folks just don't understand, you know, the, the systemic racism that's been, this country has been built on, you know what I mean? And that's what that character sort of represented. And he ended up teaming up with Ford and they fought demons together last story arc he got killed here we are ford is telling his family i owe it to this guy he was my friend blah 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 so that was like a growing moment for ford because ford's so full of hatred and rage and he just wants to kill all these demons and shit um colin who was teamed up with ford he's like waiting outside why is ford taking so long apologizing to this cracker you know (laughs) this cracker (laughs) this dead cracker he's all pissed off but then he starts um, hearing noises in the woods and it turns out that the demons are now let me see that they're now possessing the trees or possessing the forest now so they're not it's not only humans that can possess wow okay so yeah he's like what the hell is going on and that's where it's like to be continued so yeah um, I still love this story. It's basically Evil Dead, you know, with uh, mixed with a lot of social political commentary. You know, ex- tackling deep issues of race, racism, systemic historic trauma. It's it's great. I yeah, I love this book. It's a five out of five for me. I'm glad it's back. It is one of my favorite books right now. And Kugler is supposed to be making a TV series out of this, so. I highly recommend it <laughs> if you're into horror, you know, or just comics in general. It's, it's, it's dope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Definitely check it out. All right. So what do we got next? Okay. So the book I'm going to do next is Taskmaster number five. Uh, Eli, did you ever read Taskmaster? It's just been just on me. You just been reading. I've been just hearing okay. it out of from you. So okay, I don't know why I thought you was in in this. I don't know. I I think it's funny what you tell it. I think it's funny. Okay. It's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was Shang Chi we were both on. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. Shang Chi we both read. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They ran like, why the fuck y'all keep talking about Shang Chi? Like, we just want to talk about Shang Chi. That's all. Uh, anyway, let's get to it. What are we talking about? Uh, so like I said, this is the last issue. This is five out of five. Uh, is this it? 
nope that's not it that's it okay so what we have going on right here uh with taskmaster is they finally taskmaster has finally completed his mission uh with nick fury nick fury is in his book also uh and they got this thing called the the rubicon trigger i think is what they call the rubicon trigger yeah so that's the thing that doomsday device they're trying to get and basically he had to learn how to uh move like I'm trying to think of people uh amy han phil colson you know from agents of shield and okoye you know from wakanda and basically trying to get there and basically we need to get back to this thing and do this and taskmaster trying to figure out something ain't adding up who wants us to get this thing he was like, why does it matter who get this thing? We need to get it. And he was like, we need to find out who killed uh, Maria Hill because that's the whole thing about it because Black Widow thinks that Taskmaster killed Maria Hill. And he's like, somebody set me up and I didn't know who set me up. He was like, it don't matter who set me up. And that's what Nick Fury is saying because uh, Maria Hill made me. She's like, made you? She didn't make you. I made you. I knew you back when you was a bullshit-ass Marine uh before you was nick fury jr you were calling yourself mark you know your name was marcus johnson and i was the first supervillain you ever met so maria hill didn't make you i made you and while they sitting there arguing shit like that black widow's just standing right in front of them and boom i guess she had like a bomb under the car something like that blow it up and the only reason that the car didn't like completely just blow up because it's a shield car black widow's walking over him she's like yeah you about to pay for what you did to maria hill and that's what's happening like oh yeah it's a shield car so he hits the eject button and he ejects himself out of the shot of the car, <laughs> you know. So then he just like, uh-oh, um, Black, Black Widow's coming for me. So he just uh, takes off running. You know, he's like, fuck this. I'm not going to fight uh, Black Widow because, you know, she's Red Room, trained assassin, all the stuff like that. So what he does when she finally does catch up with him, uh, he uses all the stuff that he learned, you know, from other people like, uh, yeah, who did he learn daredevil but that doesn't work because you know that's her ex you know um oh daredevil daredevil fucked everybody damn no they was like a thing like she was like like they share half the book like batman and robin it was like daredevil black widow like for like years you know so they were a thing uh iron fist backtrack the leaper none of that shit works because black widow has fought against all these people shang chi none of that stuff like that works so she then it takes him out but right before she gets ready to take him out, uh, that's when it stops. They grab him. The reason he, she stops is because it turns out Maria Hill is still alive. She faked her death. Dun, because dun, that's dun, what, dun. Yeah, that's what S.H.I.E.L.D. agents always do. They just fake their death. So she's like, nah, I was dead. Though. I was alive the whole time. I faked my death just so Taskmaster, and I framed Taskmaster on purpose because he was the only person that can get all those signatures for me uh you know to unlock the rubicon trigger because nobody else could do it and since shield doesn't exist anymore because you know it collapsed after the secret empire when you know cap was a nazi and shit uh, they've been on the run and she knows that if she goes and asks them personally like Okoye and phil colson they personally tell her to fuck off so she knew if she framed taskmaster do this shit he would unlock the rubicon trigger for them because it was a thing left by uh norman osborne back when he was in charge of hammer but they have to disarm it because now that he's back to being evil like the Green Goblin like that, we're going to need to stop him from getting it. Otherwise, he'll crack the earth in half, you know, with this crazy-ass WMD doomsday device he got. And, to- and Taskman's just like, okay, so y'all played me the whole fucking time. You framed me for Black Widow coming for me. Nick Fury wasn't, you know, in on this shit. And y'all played me for Patsy? Uh-uh, that shit ain't going to work. So Taskmaster does his thing. He activates the Rubicon trigger so he can turn it off. Well, Maria, he'll tell him to turn it off, but instead, he turns it on. 
<laughs> you know, Rubicon trigger, activate. So this big ass satellite in the sky is about to destroy the earth in the next 60 seconds. And he's just like, eh, they'll figure it out. They always figure it out. <laughs> so so while they figured out how to turn off the Rubicon trigger, Taskmaster just slips out leaving. That's it. So that's the end of the book. So that's the end of the book. <laughs> that's the end of the book. That's it. <laughs> Cause he didn't like being fucked over by Maria Hill. So I like, you know, good ending. You know, he wasn't the hero, <laughs> stuff like that. He was still an asshole villain at the end of the story. So I thought it was pretty cool. So overall, four out of five, good strong story. Awesome run. If if this ever goes in a trade and you see it in a trade, anybody, I recommend it. Recommend it by me. It Pick sounded funny every every time you reviewed it. It sounded fun. Yeah, it yeah. makes me want to like find more stuff that this writer did. I'm starting to be a fan of this writer, so I forgot <laughs> who it is, but I'll look it up afterwards. So, yeah. Uh, but what what does she got? All right. Uh, I'll like, last one I'll do is uh, Post Americana. Okay. Number four is that what you're on? Yeah, mm-hmm. number four. Story and art by Dame Scrochi. I think that's his name. How you say his name? Colors by Dave Stewart. Um, and this art is crazy. I love this art. This has been another like my this is my book of the week. I love this book. Um, futuristic, post-apocalyptic tale with a lot of political allegory. Um, uh, the, these rich the rich elite have been living in this mountain fortress for like the last 80 years while a nuclear holocaust destroyed the earth and all the you know humans have been living in this fucked up you know toxic wasteland for the past century and then this like asshole right wing prick decides you know to become president in the mountain and decides to I'm going to take over the earth and make a new america you know and uh so basically, have and there's this, this this band of freedom fighters that have escaped the mountain, and they're trying to band together all the rebels in the wasteland to for this war, uh, and that's basically what it's about. In this issue, one of the freedom fighters, her uh, her name was Caroline. She's this badass warrior trick of the wasteland. She finds out her mother is still alive, and it gets reunited. Um, we get some character development on the president guy. I guess he used to run around in the wasteland. Uh, for a while um, and decided that, you know, the wasteland is a bunch of savages who need to be exterminated and we need to rebuild America. Um, they, and then back to, you know, the freedom fighters, they get captured by their, you know, the, the, the mountain right wing Gestapo captures them, but then they get rescued by some, this dude, the, the night terror. The he night just comes. Terror. This dude oh, and, okay. and Donnie, Donnie, the werewolf dog or whatever. I don't know. His name is Donnie. <laughs> like Frank Miller's Batman, you know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he comes and he like kills all the soldiers. I got to I got to share the screen. This is dope. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we got. Um, share screen. I mean, I love the art. The art is just crazy, gory, super detailed. So okay, add to stream. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's there's a, a panel of Donnie the dog or the werewolf guy slicing a soldier's head into sections. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's just an example of how crazy and violent and gory this book is. Um, so yeah. So they 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 rescue the the freedom fighters and say yeah let's go ban up and take out these you know Nazi bastards or whatever that are invading. 
and and that's kind of where the book ends, you know, to be continued. Uh, great book. I love the art. It's crazy. It's funny. It's poking fun at everything, um, layered with all the social and political satire and comic books. It turns out that this Night Terror and Donnie, this dog guy, they're like comic book characters in this universe because it shows like a scene where the president is like, yeah, this is the guy that took out our soldiers. Um, he resembles, he's like a copycat. He's dressing up as this superhero from this comic book. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, you know, I got our guys analyzing all the data to find out this guy's MO and we're going to take him out. And that's kind of where the book ends and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just dig this. This is right up my alley. Uh, you know, gory, violent, you know, pushing buttons, you know, layered with all this political and social commentary. I'm digging it. Five out of five. Nice. Okay. All right. So, yeah, last book I'm going to do is... I had to struggle to see what the last book I'm going to do because, like I said, it's been a slow week. But, Eli, I found one. Oh, yeah? That's enjoy it. Yeah. Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 24. Okay. Is this one? Is this the King in Black time? No. Oh. That's the funny thing about it. This is not the King in Black time. The King in Black is done in this book. Oh, okay. And remember the clone saga that we didn't talk about? This is the issue before the Miles Morales clone saga that's coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what this is all about. So, basically, this is actually just a filler issue. Just a, a bullshit issue just going around about Miles just doing shit. And you know what? I loved it. <laughs> uh, so, basically, what's going on with the book right now is that Miles just bought a new journal because he just want to talk about, you know, what happened to him. Uh, but the King of Black is over with. He don't have to worry about, you know, the the Teenage Superhero Registration Act is done. They're not worried about him anymore. He's not fighting any supervillains called the Ultimatum or like that. He's just living his life. He's, you know, woke up in the morning. Uh, he's got a hot date he's about to go on, stuff like that. He's not able to worry about anything. He's just going to just hang out. And last. So he's in Chinatown, and uh, they, this date waves at him, and it turns out it's Camilla Khan. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. So... The reason he brought her out here because he's apologizing to her because during the King of Black, he had to beat her ass because she became nullified or venomized with like that. So mm -hmm. that was the only way for her to get him out of that. So he brought her down here and they just wanted to just hang out in, you know, on the Dana town. No weird supervillain shit. They just walk around the town and what they're doing, they're looking at all the destruction that the King of Black, you know, the whole no thing caused. They're like, man, it got fucked up bills over here. But the, the, the basketball court is still effective and there is a basketball right there. So Camilla's just like, what do you say? Oh, you don't want to play me because I'm a girl? They're like, no, nah, I didn't say that. I know girls that can ball. I'm just saying you can't ball. They're like, oh, no, nah, let's do it. So half of the book is them playing basketball. <laughs> but they changed clothes into their superhero clothes. And she's like, why we got to wear our superhero shit to play basketball? She's like, it's because I don't want anybody to know it's when I do this to you. And she just stretches and dunks on them. Like, hold up, man. I thought we were playing, like, you know, no no rules, basket, you know, no superpowers and shit. She's like, nah, I didn't say it. He's like, okay, cool. So he goes invisible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then dunks on her. <laughs> you know, okay, now we tied up. So then they're going back for stuff like that. But before they can go it, they hear a building crash. So they know, oh, we got to go into superhero mode. Even though we were chilling, we were relaxing, it's time to get back into superhero mode. So they go over there. They rescue some people that in a crash building. But when they get there, uh, they find out the reason the building crashed was because the landlord didn't fix the stairwell, the, the floor under the stairwell when they told him to, so it just collapsed underneath it. 
So it's his fault because he didn't fix it. The whole building crashed. So he's looking at all the people that, you know, got hurt, stuff like that. And they're like, okay, give us the name of your landlord. We better go have a conversation with him. So they give him the name. They do a quick Google search. They find out where he lives. And it turns out he's about to go somewhere in a $200,000 car, you know, and then that's when Miles uh, getting his face. He's just like, look, I know what you did. Uh, that apartment complex that you didn't fix. He's like, which one? I got a, a tons of them. He was like, look, you're going to fix the, the apartment complex. And while you're getting the apartment complex fixed, everybody that stayed there, you're going to put them in another house. Otherwise, you're going to see me again. He was like, look, I'll do what you want. He was like, I, I know you guys are outlaws, but I want to get fucked up, you know. Uh, and like, fine, I'll put them in a nicer apartment complex than the one they had before. Just leave me the hell alone. And Miles was like, okay, cool. Because if you don't, and then he <laughs> fries the motor in his $200,000 car. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and then they leave and stuff like that. But anyway, Miles and Camilla Khan was just like, okay, we done with that. We done with superhero shit. Let's go do what you came down here to do anyway. So they decided to go. And uh, yeah, they decided to have ice cream. But here's my problem, Eli, my personal problem. Look what Miles has. <laughs> <laughs> he has mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm like, no, you are not going to have my. This is some shit Peter Parker would do. Miles Morales, the black Spider-Man, would not have mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> so anyway, so he's uh, eating his chocolate chip ice cream. Camilla Khan, and they just having a conversation, just eating and stuff like that, man. This is the first time I've been here since uh, I took my ex here. And Camilla Khan, like, all of a sudden gets quiet when he says that. And they just look like, oh. So, there's something here, Eli. <laughs> they don't say, but there's, I something, guess. there's something here. Because when he starts talking about his ex, you know, they get quiet. But I then thought they, she, wasn't she going out with uh, Nova or something? And well, that, that's what, and I think that's what it, because she says something like, oh, I, I went out with one of my best friends one time and it ended horribly. And then he asked, well, are y'all cool now? He's like, you know we are. So I don't know the whole history behind it. I thought she was talking about him, but I guess you talking oh. about Nova. So I guess she was talking about Nova. So they just walk in and that's it. So he gets home, you know, he got her like a new baby sister. That's so all he trying to make sure he don't wake her, you know, and his parents are just staring at him. He like, I didn't do it, <laughs> you know? And she was like, uh, they were like, we're so glad you saved. He's like, I didn't, what, what the hell y'all talking about? He's like, you need to see the phone. So they hand him the phone and it turns out He's supposed to have kidnapped the scientist, but it wasn't him. And you see, at oh, the, okay, yeah. yeah. So you see at the bottom to be continued the beginning of the clone saga. Okay. So that's how it starts. So this was just a a bullshit filler issue, just in between stuff going on because the clone saga would be like the big big shit, you know. All right. Uh, Masarellas. Mint Wars, right? <laughs> so that's my only problem I have with this issue. Miles Bradley eating mint chocolate chip cookie. Other than ish, uh, other than that, uh, yeah, four point five out of five, Eli. I, I thought oh. this was an awesome issue because, like I said, I got in, I got out. I didn't have to know any stuff I had to get in. It sets up the new stuff coming in. That's what a comic supposed to be. When you first pick it up for the first time, you're supposed to just get in and get out. I don't have to worry about all that history and bullshit like that. So, yeah, it it did its job. So, uh, I'm booked out. That's all I got. Yeah, I'm done. You know, I read some of the Batman stuff, but nothing really happened. So it was really a slow week, to be honest. Yeah. With you. Normally, I wouldn't try Miles Morales, but I was like, a slow week. Why not? You know, um, yeah. Join us next week because next week actually will be Godzilla versus King Kong. We yes. thought it was this week, but it's actually gonna be next week. It'll be on HBO Max. So we have no choice. Uh, but we have no uh, no choice not to watch it. Yeah, I thought it was coming on this. I got a bunch of movie munchies and was ready to go. And was like, oh man, what the fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll get a chance to watch it. We'll give our review and stuff like that. Uh, don't we have something Tuesday, Eli? Oh, yeah, yeah. The best of something. Yeah, we got best another top TV. five coming. Yeah. Uh, the top five is going to be our favorite TV shows of all time. I have not made my list. <laughs> so I'm I like, well, this is anything. This is going to be like hard. Like, it's like anything. Like, I don't know. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, like from all time. So, yeah. So, I it, honestly, my list is shortened. I just need to see what won't be here, what won't be there. It won't take me long to figure it out. I, I think about it all through the day. You know, <laughs> and by the time Tuesday come, I'll have it ready. So, um, yeah, anything, anything else you got to add? Or? I'm, I'm good, man. Cool. All right. So, join us next week or, or join us Tuesday. We'll yeah. post a link in here also. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Everything I do is magic. Being black is beautiful. Yeah. I'm tricky, so what you expect? Look. Uh, Michael Jackson, the shoes. Barack Obama, the jewels. Uh-huh. Over with me, the cool. With a Serena or two. Uh-huh. Hey, the sick is the flu. BB can give them the blues, uh-huh Jay and Diddy the moves Ain't no way I can lose, uh-huh Pulling up, looking like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, feeling like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, looking like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, looking like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, looking like Kicking this shit from the soul, they not ready for this I'm from under the bottom with the only shot that you get is from rifles and pills Living life like it's good times, but we didn't have a penny though Blowing up down the mic like I'm JJ Used to hoop with LaMarcus and Baby Now we plot every day on the payday Get that bag, that big bag, and my bitch want to hurt me they scheming and rubbing my hands together like I'm Birdman I want me 22 million, put that on the house I got too many babies to sleep on the couch Got the juice with no shadow of doubt God first and hard work, that's what I'm about Look, a nigga really head first Nigga make a play, making bread work Nigga sleep and get him out the bed first Wanna see results, do the lead work Busy overthinking, make your head hurt You don't overcome if you ain't scared first Gotta keep it waving, niggas be fugazi Can't be acting lazy, gotta feed them babies Gotta feed them babies uh, hey. Michael Jackson the shoes, but Rock Obama the jewels, uh-huh Off a whip it a cool With a Serena or two, uh-huh Hey, the sick is the flu BB can give them the blues, uh-huh Jay and Diddy the moves Ain't no way I can lose, uh-huh Pulling up, looking like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, feeling like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, looking like Black magic, black magic, uh Pulling up, looking like Black magic that's young four five. Say you don't know him, he on fire. Go go harder than James. Gonna talk this shit like Richard Pryor. Put purpose on my verses. Keep my Angelo like Maya. Young Muhammad Ali, I'm the greatest. I'm killing this shit like OJ. Get away with it. Young Ada, baby, when real was real. I'm not a flop, I got skills for real. Didn't have my daddy around as a youngin', so I looked up to Uncle Phil and Bill. Wanted to be a hustle. That's what I'm driven. That's what I hustle for. Brown nigga kicking black magic, yeah. Black magic, yeah. Gotta keep coming strong, gotta kick down them doors. Struggles and bad days, don't wanna see them no more. Wouldn't take it back, cause it's part of my story. Tell the devil, get back, time for me to show the world my glory. Uh, for real. Michael Jackson the shoes, Barack Obama the jewels. Uh-huh. Over with it a cool, with a Serena or two. Uh-huh. Hey, the sick is the flu. BB can get
Lookin' like black magic, black magic, uh, pullin' up. Lookin' like black magic, black magic. 